The Friends of Israel today is celebrating 25 years on the air, so we're giving away a very special book for a limited time. I'm Steve Conover, and I'm with our host and teacher, Chris Katulka. Hey, Steve. Yeah, I can't believe that it's been 25 years that the Friends of Israel's been on the air. You know, I've only been a part of this radio program for a short time, but Steve, you've been a part of this ministry for more than two decades. Can you tell us what that's been like? It's been one of my life's great joys to see the Lord's faithfulness and growing and transforming this program over the years. You know, our longtime host, Elwood McQuaid, he started this program on just six stations in April of 91, and to think where we are now is just amazing to me. God's faithfulness is amazing, and so to celebrate, we are giving away a very special book for a limited time, The Future by Menno Kalisher. After reading this book, you'll have a clear understanding of two often misunderstood books of the Bible, Daniel and Revelation. That's our gift to you as we celebrate 25 years on the air. Request your free book by visiting foiradio.org or call us at 888-343-6940. Again, that's 888-343-6940. We'll have more to say about this free, limited-time offer later. So, Chris, should we start the program? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Friends of Israel Today, where we teach biblical truth for changing times. Hosea, Joel, Micah, Jonah, Habakkuk. These are a few of the 12 small books at the end of the Old Testament that make up what are commonly called the Minor Prophets. They are minor only in size, but have life-changing truths for us today. This week, Chris concludes his series on the Minor Prophets. For the past year, Mike Kellogg has been retelling the stories of Holocaust survivor Svi Kalisher. So, in our short segment, Chris chats with Mike to talk about what it's been like for him to tell these amazing stories. Stay with us. I know that reading certain books in the Old Testament can be incredibly daunting. Uh, They're daunting because, remember, especially with what we're looking at today, the Minor Prophets, These books were written 2,500 years ago, and they're talking about spiritual and geopolitical issues that are surrounding all of the tribes of Israel and the tribe of Judah. And so, you know, if you don't have a good grasp of the historical issues or the spiritual issues surrounding Israel and Judah at this time, reading these books can be very difficult. And then you go ahead and you sprinkle some Hebrew uh, Hebrew poetry on it, and it is it can be a really daunting task to understand and to wrap your mind and your heart around the minor prophets. And so last week and this week, I wanted to focus on giving you some helpful tips so that when you open the Bible and you go to those minor prophets, prophets like Joel, Hosea, Micah, Malachi, when you open them, you can understand them. Because I want you to get the benefit of what these books are saying to us, because they're so, they weren't just relevant for Israel and Judah in the past. They're relevant for us today as well. And, and these are amazing books because they're, they're, they're pointing to the gospel. They're pointing to Christ who's not yet come. And so uh, when they were written, so they're pointing to Christ's coming. They're, they're prophesying un, and unpacking the gospel of the kingdom. And so they're giving us an amazing insight into the, into the direction that God is leading his people as he's unfolding the ultimate plan of redemption for all mankind. And like I said, I believe that they speak to our lives today as followers of Christ. You know, I, I always say that Israel's story is my story. 
Uh, you know, Israel was not perfect throughout the Old Testament. They they failed. Sometimes they failed miserably. But in God's grace, he always maintained a relationship with them and would pick them up and push them forward. And you'd see the story of God's grace unfolding with this with these people that we know of as Israel in the Old Testament. And, you know, it's amazing. That's my story, too. My story, and like most people, because nobody's perfect, is a story of falling down, and by God's grace, he picks up his people, and he gives them the ability by the Spirit to keep going. And so last week, we looked at how the minor prophets were designed by God to send warning shots to the people of Israel and Judah. And a warning shot is exactly what it sounds like. It's a warning to get the attention of the people of Israel that danger is coming if they don't return to God. You know, we talked about ruin. And God did judge his people. Israel did fall into ruin. And a few things happened. You know, God turned the water off. And what I mean by that is God turned off the rain. If, if Israel didn't follow God, God promised in Deuteronomy 26 and Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy 28, that if they didn't follow God, God would turn the water off, shut off the rain. No rain, no crops, no crops, no food. He was trying to get Israel's attention. If they continued to disobey God, if they continued to fall away from God, God would bring a foreign nation in, Assyria and Babylon, to judge his people. And he did that. And finally, if they would continue to sin, if they would continue to look away to the, uh, look in the other direction of the Lord to fall away, God would literally scatter his people throughout the world. God told the Israelites this ruin would happen if they didn't follow him. And just as he promised, it happened. And I think this is a great example from Joel chapter 1 verses 5 through 7 of what the minor is prophet is talking about in the sense of ruin, as we're looking at this idea of ruin. And he says this in Joel chapter 5, verse 1 through 7, Awake, you drunkards, and weep and wail, all of you drinkers of wine, because of the great, because of the sweet wine, for it is cut off from your mouth. For a nation has come up against my land, powerful and beyond number. Its teeth are lion's teeth, and it has fangs of a lioness. It has laid waste my vine and splintered my fig tree. It has stripped off their back and thrown it down. Their branches are made white. You know, Joel is sending a warning signal to the people of Israel, to Judah, who is drunk, to wake up. Wake up, you drunkard. And now listen, Judah isn't literally drunk here, as Joel is talking to them. But they are drunk from a spiritual standpoint. They have become numb to the Lord. And as a result, what does it say? There is a nation that's out there that's coming towards you that can't be counted. They are endless in number, just as God said would happen if you fell away. Now, listen, sometimes as Christians, we don't hear God warning us, even though he's sending us warning signals, sometimes even as Christians, we don't hear God warning us that we're going off the deep end. And sometimes even we can become numb to the Lord's call, just as Israel was. But listen, here's the important thing, and as, uh, this is what the minor prophets show, is that it shows that God is not done. Even if you become numb to God's call because of sin and you fall into ruin, here's the beauty of the minor prophets that God's not done with you. 
you know, because there's another major theme in the Minor Prophets, and that major theme is incredibly important. It's the theme of repentance. We had the theme of ruin, and now we have the theme of repentance, this idea of turning back to God. You know, and repentance seems like such a loaded word that it requires all of these different steps. But the truth of the matter is this, is that repentance is very simple. It's recognizing that you were wrong and God was right and turning to him or returning to him. No matter where we are in life, this is the beauty of God's grace. God wants us to turn to him through repentance. He wants us to say, Lord, I don't know what I've been doing with my life, but it's certainly not the way it would look if I were following you. We can turn back to God or return to God because of the great sacrifice of his son, Jesus. Simply believing that Jesus gave his life that we might have a new life now. Repentance gives us the ability to turn back even in the midst of ruin. And look, one thing the minor prophets teach us about repentance is this. is Folks, as long as there is breath in your lungs, it doesn't matter how far down you've gone. As long as there is breath in your lungs, you have the ability to return to God or turn to God, to repent. Listen to Joel 2.13. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he relents over disaster. God would much prefer a relationship with his people than to shove them away. And here's the beauty of repentance. Repentance is the hinge, because if you've fallen away in ruin, just as Israel did, just as we do in our lives, God gives us the ability to repent. And as a result of repentance, something amazing happens. It begins the process of restoration. God desires for us to be restored. Repentance leads to restoration. That's the third big R of the themes that are found in the Minor Prophets. There's ruin, there's repentance, and then there's restoration. And restoration comes by the work of the Spirit in our lives as he conforms us more into the image of his Son. And I love at the very end of this Minor Prophet Joel, he says this to Israel. The Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth quake, but the Lord is a refuge to his people, a stronghold to the people of Israel. That God is our refuge in the process of restoration. The Lord is a refuge to his people. When God restores his people, he becomes their refuge, and it's there that we find true peace and security, and we are truly restored. So really, understanding the minor prophets, it can be daunting. But when you boil the prophets down to these three big themes, ruin, repentance, and restoration, it gives us the understanding that we need, the foundation we need to understand and to grasp what these minor prophets are saying, and then also to take those confusing words that can be hard to see how they are relevant to our lives today as believers in Christ. And what a great reminder for us too, that when we feel like we're heading down a path of ruin or we know someone who is there or we see our lives that, that maybe they're not as they should be, that God gives us the ability that we might be heading down a path of ruin or maybe you are in ruin. 
that God is always calling us and giving us the ability to turn to him and repent because as long as there is breath in our lungs, we can turn back to God. The story, my friends, of the minor prophets is very simple. It's the story of God's grace being poured out even when we don't deserve it. Can you believe the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry has been on the radio for 25 years? So to say thank you to all of our faithful listeners, we're giving a free copy of The Future, Coming Events According to the Scriptures. This book is an absolutely brilliant way to teach Bible prophecy. Designed around colorful drawings, bold graphics, and easy-to-follow timelines, this unique work explains the books of Daniel and Revelation, along with other prophetic passages, using symbols that separate the futures of Israel, the church, and the nations. It's prophecy in a way that everyone can understand. We'll be giving away the future for the entire month of April. So to receive your free copy of the future for our 25th anniversary, visit foiradio.org or call 888-343-6940. That's 888-343-6940. Today, we are blessed to have the voice of Zvi Kalisher from our Apples of Gold segment. Mike Kellogg has been in newspaper and the radio news production for 50 years in both the secular realm and in the Christian world. Uh, In 2014, he retired from Moody Radio after 42 years. He narrated the first recorded version of the NLT Bible— And for nearly 30 years, he taught at Moody Bible Institute as an adjunct professor in communications. Uh, Mike, great to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us today. Well, I'm honored. I'm not sure who that other guy you were talking about is. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit? uh, You've been narrating the story of Zvi Kalisher, a Jewish believer who ministered in Jerusalem with the Friends of Israel. What has it been like for you uh, a radio personality that you are to speak uh, for Zvi, to be his voice. Well, I tell you, I was honored. It's probably one of the finest things that I've ever experienced in my life. You know, one of the neatest uh, stories of any individual, and to be actually associated with him this closely. Because while it was narration, uh, there were times where I actually was V, you know, and we're trying to really present him as he is. And after a while, it was easy because I felt what he felt. Yeah. But what, what is amazing about him is he went through the Holocaust. He, he got out of there. He, 
he got out of Poland, and he went to Jerusalem, and you know what? He still didn't know Christ. Yeah. Had no idea of Christ. He just knew that somehow he was being protected, and he got into Jerusalem, and he says, here I am, I'm not even a Christian, and this lady comes up, very nice lady, starts talking to him right away, and she just handed him a track. Yes. And based on that track, he came to believe in Jesus, Yeshua, as Messiah. And he said, I came all the way through those horrors to come back to Jerusalem to be part of the chosen people. He said, I fought all the wars, and, and I still didn't know Christ. And when I came to know Christ, it was the beginning of my life. He, you see, understood completely what it meant to be a child of God. And he was called to be a disciple of Christ. Yeah. And he held on to that so much. Wouldn't you say that if there's one word that could just encapsulate Zvi as you've been as you've been speaking on his behalf for the radio listeners is the idea of bravery that in his faith he's found bravery as a ambassador for Christ in Jerusalem I, I tell you like I say he just he had no idea of the real meaning of it all he just knew that he had to do this he had to do this and I gotta tell you what God wanted him to do was to go into Jerusalem, go into Samaria, go into the uttermost part of the earth. Mm-hmm. And he was able to make such an impact on the people that he met. Always, always. I mean, there were Jews that hated him because he was he was denying uh, the faith. And he said, no, no, you are denying the faith. You don't even preach the Bible. You preach old stories, he says. Yeah. Old stories. Stories made up by your leaders have nothing to do with the Word of God. He was kind of strong, you know. He was. He was strong like you, Mike. You have a great presence. I met you in person, and you're such a warm and welcoming person. And um, and it was so awesome to be able to spend time with you before we started this adventure together that w- that has become apples of gold on the radio. And so, folks, I, I want you to, to make sure that you stick around to the very end for each and every Friends of Israel Today radio program so that you can get a chance to hear Mike Kelly. Tell the story of Zvi, to reenact the stories of Zvi for us, to hear what it was like to be a, a representative of Christ, a worker for Christ in Jerusalem, bringing the good news of the gospel to the Jewish people. And so, Mike, thank you so much for your continued ministry. You're supposed to be retired, but yet you've continued your ministry with us here at the Friends of Israel, and we are so thankful for that. Well, I want to say this, that it's not about Mike Kellogg, really. It's not even about Z. It's about how God uses people who uh, have a desire to please Him in any way that we can. Amen. Thank you so much, Mike. God bless. Israel, on the verge of becoming a state, a teenage Holocaust survivor arrives on her shores alone. His name is Svi Kalisher. Little did he know his search for a new life in the Holy Land would lead him to the Messiah. Svi, enthusiastic to share his faith, engaged others in spiritual conversations, many of which can be found in our magazine, Israel, My Glory. 
While Sfi is now in the presence of his Savior, his collected writings from well over 50 years of ministry continue to encourage believers worldwide. Now, Apples of Gold, a dramatic reading from the life of Sfi. I recently met with a group of ultra-Orthodox men to whom I have spoken many times. We bring you something you have never seen, one said. Another man pulled out a picture of Rabbi Menachem Mendo Schneerson. Rabbi Schneerson was the Hasidic leader of the ultra-Orthodox Lubavitch movement for 44 years. One man held up his picture and proclaimed, This is true, Messiah. Underneath Rabbi Schneerson's picture was written, And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isaiah 53, 6. I know what you believe, I told them, but I know about whom this was written. Then tell us so we also shall know. You have created your own Messiah. He is holy, they insisted. Only God himself is holy. This one about whom you read in Isaiah 53. Do you want to know where else you can read about him? Show us where it is written about our Holy One. So I opened my Bible to Micah, chapter 5, verse 2. There it is written, But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. After they read it, they looked at me with anger and began to shout, You want to make us Christians? Look at the book you are reading, I replied. They saw they were reading from the Hebrew Scriptures. You have turned a mere man into a god. Even Rabbi Schneerson himself did not claim to be Messiah. I could see they had no rest in their souls. Do you believe in this one from Bethlehem? One asked. I believe in this one, about whom it is written in the Bible. You should be ashamed that you venerate a man from New York City. Then I began teaching about the Holy Spirit of God. But as soon as I mentioned him, they started shouting again, You speak like those Christians. Show us where it is written about the Holy Spirit in the Bible. Please, open the book of Psalms and read chapter 51. Read what King David asked the Lord in his prayer when he was in trouble. As they read verse 11, they grew quiet. So I took the Bible from them and read the verse in a loud voice. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Was King David a Christian? I asked. You are trying to brainwash us. How mistaken you are, I told them. I am trying to show you the truth in our Hebrew scriptures. You refuse to study Isaiah 53, but then you go to people to show them that passage. I want people to believe what is written in Isaiah 53. You want them only to believe Rabbi Schneerson is the Messiah. We parted in peace. And they told me, as they have many times in the past, 
you have given us much to think about. The dramatic reading you just heard is taken from a feature you can read in our bi-monthly magazine, Israel, My Glory. If you enjoy Apples of Gold, be sure to sign up for a free one-year trial subscription when you visit foiradio.org. You can also call our listener line at 888-343-6940. I'll remind you once more to ask for the limited-time free book offer, The Future, by Menno Kalischer when you call. Again, a special thanks to Mike Kellogg for being with us by phone today. Passover begins this Friday at sundown, so be sure to join us next time as we look at the biblical story of Passover and what it means for us today. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide Christian ministry communicating biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while fostering solidarity with the Jewish people. 